This is the Small Business Big Marketing Show with Tim Reid and Luke Moulton. This show is lovingly put together for small business owners by small business owners to get practical ideas about attracting more customers more often. So, if you're serious about building your business, strap in for the ride. Now, here's your hosts, Tim and Luke. Well, thank you very much, Erin. Hello, Luke. G'day, Timbo. How are you? Very well. Good on you, mate. You you know, Erin. Yes. She is... A newsreader. She is indeed. On a radio station. Mm. <laughs> and there's no use saying who, who, what radio station because it's kind of like we've got a global audience. That's right. Kind of, anyway. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I'm feeling very guilty. Why is that? Well, we were feeling guilty last episode because there was so much space between episodes. And I think now, for this episode, it's the longest gap we've had. That'd yeah, be right? it's been, no, it's probably been three weeks. Yeah, feels longer. Yeah. Emails and tweets and Facebook and everyone's saying where are you and what's going on. We right. haven't uh, we haven't fallen off the edge of the planet. We uh, uh, you, you have uh, yeah okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah how's Bubs? Yeah, Bubs is good. Yeah, um, yeah. you know busy Did, times. Are those black eyes or just tired eyes? <laughs> <laughs> Have a go at that, Will. If this was TV, there would be some serious makeup work happening. <laughs> Three hours worth, I reckon. No, you're looking beautiful, Luggy. Thanks, Timo. Hey, um, what's on your mind? Tell me. What are you uh, thinking about from a marketing sense? From a marketing sense? Yep. Um, from a marketing sense? Clearly don't, nothing. We don't usually do from a marketing sense. Usually it's just oh, a free-for-all. Yeah, just what? a general what's on your mind, what have you been thinking about? I don't think listeners are interested in our social lives or our you know personal you know hygiene habits. It's irrelevant. Well, actually, Timbo, I've been thinking about uh, my final days at flipper.com. Oh, have you resigned from flipper? I have actually, Timbo, and I'm finishing up uh, in about, well, by the time this goes to air, probably a week's time. Might have gone. Yeah, so... Um, wow. Yeah, so... Hello uh, to everyone at flipper. I, I, very, very sad to be leaving the, uh, the lovely people at flipper, but also back in the land of small business, Timbo. Yeah, so, well, flipper's smallish business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, oh, sorry, rephrase that, small business owner. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> so you're going to reveal what you're doing? We're uh, going to be doing some stuff. We've got yeah. the we've got the academy, as we mentioned last episode. That's been worked on intensely. And, <laughs> Come and, on, don't lie. Yeah, true. No, no, it's coming along. Well. It's coming along. It's we've got some on. good stuff coming up there. So that's a monthly membership thing that we'll touch on probably in a much greater detail in the next episode, listeners. So yeah. hang out for that. We have got Lukey. I know this is what's on your mind, isn't it? So did you want to kind of flesh that out a bit more? No, no, that's all. So is that it? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I will be doing some consulting in online marketing. You and, are a uh, simple man, and I've also. Um, I've also bought a small web business as well. So yes, you have. Um, between that and yourself, Timbo, Stop I'm it. sure we'll be kept very busy. Mate, you have got a lot on. Yes, You're back to being an entrepreneur. <laughs> and I love that. I love that about you. Hey, um, Lukey, Timbo. we can allude to but not name a partnership that we have very fortunately um, fallen in with. Is that the right word? Yes. We have developed... And it's going to be launched in the next episode of Small Business Big Marketing, listeners. But it's a wonderful partnership with a with a large Australian portal. Would that be the right word? Portal? I think so, yeah. It's a good word. Yeah. Um, that will be very relevant to all our listeners. Indeed. And if that doesn't give it away, nothing will. <laughs> well, a lot of our listeners are kind of solopreneurs. Yeah. And it is. Kind it of, it is, uh, has, does have an Australian focus. Oh, it's got so much relevance to our listeners. I was just thinking about it. Like, we're marketing, but this 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 partnership with, we've developed is going to just provide, or already does provide, 
um, a great amount of resources to small business owners. It does. I, uh, well beyond marketing. Already hang out there a bit myself. Yeah, it's good. So, listeners, really exciting news for Luke and I, um, but for, for the show as well, because it's going to take it to um, another level. And um, just make it the richer. We'll all be the richer for it. <laughs> Not financially, but just richer in a knowledge sense. Lukey. Yes, Timbo? I've been out on the road today, and I went out to the car, this car auction place. So this is what's on your mind, Timbo? A little bit. Yep. Yep, yep. So this car auction place, they auctioned, like they had a car yard of 3,000 cars, let's say. Could have been two, could have been four, doesn't matter. Lots of cars, right? And five lanes just coming through auctioning these cars. One auction went for a bit like a minute. Every auction, just one minute. Urgh, it's crazy. It's loud. Full on. It was full on. However, the reason I mention it, three things. Great. Their, their systems were fantastic. And I think any small business needs, any business needs systems. If you can got systems in place. Oh, yeah. Much more saleable yep. and much more workable yep. and much more enjoyable. Yeah? <laughs> yeah correct. You know, and this is a big place. Lots of people coming through, lots of cars, lots of sales, huge, high volume transactions, both uh, dollar, dollar amount and also just the amount of transactions that are going through. The systems were fascinating. Don't, I don't need to go into what they were, but just observing it at that level, if you can get marketing systems in place, you know, particularly around like things like social media, having a system mm-hmm. to keep your social media up to date, having a system for putting in place, you know, like I talk about maps, marketing activity plans, where have that, that's a system, like you know then what you've got coming up for the coming 12 months in terms of promotional activity, how far out you've got to start promoting, you know, what's going to be involved, budgets, all that. It's all systems, you know, and if you've got that in place, it makes it a much easier and more enjoyable thing. So systems out at this auction place, fantastic. You looked as though you had a question there. Or were you just like in awe at the system? <laughs> no, no, I think you make a very good point. I don't think people plan their marketing activities enough. No, absolutely um, not. I've got this great example, which I won't go on to. I might try and pull it out for the next episode um, where I asked um, a business recently, a prospective client, um, about their marketing systems. And they just kind of rattled off a whole lot of generic, generic type, oh, yeah, we do this and this. But yep. it was like... It was more of a shopping list than a, than systems, yeah. So, so for example, we're in uh, we're in August. Yep. Well, we uh, we yes. will probably be in about well, August. Yeah, we, 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 we will. Next month we will be. Um, so <laughs> you know, if you're in retail, for example, what are you doing for Christmas? Yeah, yeah. Well, they're probably right onto it too. And September's what Mother's Day. Oh, but you got spring. You have got Mother's Day. You've got all these different events, and you can make your own. You don't have to buy into the seasons either. Yeah. I reckon you can just have you know like your own calendar i met a guy recently who pulled a number out of thin air like november 23 as the date in the year when he was really going to treat his clients to cards and gifts and whatever and i said why he said because christmas is everyone does christmas so he's just pulled another number out was chatting to the boys from uh, 11 media g'day to aaron and blas about their marketing activities and they're doing something on the 11th of every month Clever stuff. Clever stuff. Name allows them to. I also loved the presentation. Well, okay, at this auction place, it, was, it wasn't it was brain surgery to figure out that the cars that were best presented had the most uh, had the most appeal. 
Now, that sounds obvious, but then you apply it outside of that kind of simple business of selling a car, and it kind of begs the question, how, how are you presenting your business, you know? And is it being presented in a way that is really eye-catching? When you've got thousands and thousands of cars coming through, like I saw this morning, you've got to be eye-catching, you know? Otherwise, you're just going to be another, you know, cog in the wheel. Yep. Um, so the cars that were beautifully presented, not necessarily the most beautiful cars, but just well-presented, really draw the, drew the eye. So kind of big question there. About, yep, yeah. yep. Um, it was, it was. And Lukey, one more thing. I know we've got to get into our guest. Very interesting guest. Haven't had a guest like this before. Um, from the not-for-profit sector, Indeed. NFPs, mm. otherwise known as charities. Although he's not really charity, is he? But he's raising money for charity. Raising money for charity, yep. Lukey, I drove out to this auction place for about an hour and 20 minutes today. Drove past lots of big outdoor signs. You know, like 15, 20, 40, 45 grand a month to have these signs. <laughs> All the creative done by big agencies. Yep. Half of them were impossible to read. Yeah, I know. What oh, is going no. on? And you can't read them until you're like... <laughs> run into the car in front of you and stopped. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, mate, I was just reading that poster. I hope you don't mind that I've... Oh, I you see know, that so, your car. so often. You, like, half the time you can't even see what brand it's for. Honestly. They might have a clever... Byline, yep. and yep. then you can't even, yeah, yeah. And I, I tell you what, when I worked in agency land, what we actually used to do would be mock up the um, ad, whether it be an outdoor poster or a press ad or a magazine ad or whatever it's going to be, we'd actually mock it up in situ. Yeah. Because seeing an outdoor poster, for example, on a computer screen or on a printed piece of A3 doesn't cut the mustard. It does not cut the a mustard. classic mistake. You, go, you yeah. <clears throat> Imagine what, if you're going to be doing... Banner advertising, display advertising, outdoor advertising. Yep. Make sure that your message is very short and very freaking yeah, big. Yeah, big. And in like in respect the environment in which it's going to appear. Yeah. I mean, outdoor advertising, they say three to five words. I would agree with that. It's a great challenge to be able to get your message down that clear. Oh, yeah. Have your branding really clear. Um, but I saw one today. It was for a radio station. I had to pass it three times in order to finally understand <coughs> it. It was actually only two words, but it was written in such an italic, scribbly kind of clever font that it was up its own ass. <laughs> it really was. And, and you know... The cost, it must be huge, you know? Oh, yeah. You wouldn't even want to think... The, you know, just speaking of environment and, and making sure that you, the, the work that you're producing is, is respectful of the environment. You know, The Voice, yes. John Farnham, yes. for our overseas listeners, kind of an Aussie um, pop icon yeah. of yesteryear. Yeah. Um, when he produced the album The Voice, he, you know, big high-tech studio, tens, millions, whatever, thousands of dollars. When once produced, he went down and sat in his car put it in the tape cassette player and listen to it because that is where people are mostly going to listen to his mu- to the music. For sure. And if it didn't sound good in there, then it was not going to sound anywhere. Yep. Interesting, hey? Interesting. Lukey, that is what is on my mind. Well, Timbo, I think we perhaps should get on to our guest, hey? <laughs> yeah, we've rattled a bit. We have. Sorry about that. Hey, uh, who we got? We've got Nick. McCormick. McCormick. And uh, Nick is an interesting fellow representing an even more interesting fellow. Uh, this is uh, a phenomenal story, and uh, in the ma- in the making, in the making, yeah. yeah. And um, we're, I'm pretty proud that we we sort of broken this guy, oh, Bro- broken into to the big time. You're going to come on small big small business big marketing, getting emotional. <laughs> no. Um, anyway, Timbo, I would be prouder if we can actually take this from being a really interesting story into actually helping these guys raise some money for UNICEF. Yes. 
that would be a good thing. Yeah, so if there's some people out there uh, who may be able to get this guy some more exposure... Yeah. Um, this guy... So this guy, let's explain who he is. Okay. Nick's going to do that. But basically, very in, in, so you know what we're talking about, there's a fellow who is going to run... Who is running 52 marathons in 52 weeks. <laughs> that is crazy. Indeed. That is crazy. One marathon a week. Yes. And it's not like they're in the same country, Timbo. No, they're not. That would be they most are, uncommon. All over the world. Yeah, and he's made, raising money for UNICEF, UNICEF. Great story. Really struggling to attract sponsors at the moment. So we got Nick into the studio to maybe give our view on how to do things. I've had some personal experience raising money for a guy doing a crazy thing um, and trying to attract um, sponsorship money. Yep. So there was some sort of um, marketing goodness you and I could, could give, and you were involved in that too. Yep. So um, why don't we get stuck into hearing what Nick has to say? And we started by asking him about the fellow he represents. <sighs> Tristan Miller. Tristan Miller. Crazy guy. Mm-hmm. Runlikecrazy.com. Mm-hmm. What's he doing? He's running 52 marathons in 52 weeks okay. around the world. Okay, so not overly normal. No. And in fact, last weekend... Did two marathons, one on Saturday, one on Sunday, both Alpine marathons. Backed it up. Now, for those people Luke, in the audience that aren't familiar with the length of a marathon, in miles and in kilometres? Uh, 42.195 kilometres, 26.2 miles. I'm going to read. That's a freaking long way, isn't it, Timbo? It is. Week it in, is. week out. It you is. can't run from here to the loo. Harsh. <laughs> I can, but I'm puffed as buggery. <laughs> so um, why is he doing this? And this is, what, um, this is what Nick sent me on an email a few weeks ago. Um, and this is Tristan talking. It's tacky to say, because I can, but that's most of the reason. To be a little bit more poignant, I'm letting go of all the haves, have-tos in life. You have to make more money. You have to get married. You have to buy a newer car, bigger TV better furniture, etc. I worked for one of the biggest companies in the world until they shut my office and I was made redundant. Although I'm not short of job offers, I'm ready to get out of the rat race and take my own path. I imagine there's a lot of head nodding going on out there in um, listener land right now. Trista then goes on to say, I'm running to a life less ordinary. How often do you sit around with your mates and wonder what it would be like to jump on a plane and head off into the great wide world to do all the cool things you've dreamed about and all the things a friend of a friend did and enjoyed. If you're a sports, rock or a movie star, you get paid to have all those adventures. We are none of those, but we're going to have the adventures anyway. So that's a little bit of an insight into Tristan. A little bit crazy? Yeah, very hard-headed. Yeah? Very hard-headed. Stubborn? Yes. Okay. Yes. Can't be told not to do it. All the doctors said, stop me, just stop going to see them. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so here's the thing. Right. Um, he's halfway through. Yes. 28 and in, yep. He's, he's 28 in of 52 marathons. Mm. And your email uh, was a little bit to the effect of, hmm, wouldn't mind raising a bit of sponsorship. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of interesting because I would imagine that's something you do at the start of the project. It usually is something you do at the start of the project. But when he started, he was a bit worried about taking on too much commitment from sponsors and accepting too much money, which, you know, in hindsight would have been great. But it's difficult because he said, look, I don't want to get three weeks in, body pack it in. I'm getting averaging probably two flights a week, uh, three marathons in. I might do an ankle and all these people might have built a campaign around me or invest a lot of money and I don't want to fall on my face and mm-hmm. ruin everybody. Yeah. So he just couldn't do it. Timbo... So- 
if, if you don't mind me saying, you've actually been in this position yourself, haven't you? <laughs> 52 marathons in 52 Not weeks. quite, but no. it was a, a boat with did. five young people on it yeah. that um, collected a lot of sponsorship. And I believe this is why Nick has asked for your advice. Yeah. Well, I worked on um, a project with Jesse Martin, who was the youngest uh, fellow to sail solo and unassisted around the world. And when Jess came back, uh, I met him. He had a dream of doing a second um, project. His passion was both sailing and filmmaking. He had a second project of sailing around the world with uh, a group of young people and shooting documentaries along the way. Because of Jess's profile, we he left he left Melbourne on a large fifty four foot ketch, which is a boat for the <laughs> non sailing fraternity. It was a beautiful boat, had lovely lines, Luke, and a maroon mast. Uh, mask? Mast. Mast. Yeah. And um, he left Melbourne with sponsors. Tel- Telstra, PlayStation, Sony PlayStation, Apple, NRMA, <laughs> Tag Heuer, um, uh, just to name a few. Now, that was pretty cool. Now, he'd already done something very uh, – he'd accomplished a major, you know, major thing. He was in the Guinness Book of Records. And so it was, it was still bloody hard to get sponsorship. But what I found is that – a, you kind of do need to get out there early and do it. And you'll find sponsors that have empathy with Tristan. Now, this is too late for you, but, you know, like the fact is you would have found sponsors that go, you know what, we really love what you're doing. It fits our brand. Mm-hmm. Um, we know you're going to be stuffed in the first few weeks and months, so we're not going to put too much acid on you to do media commitments or to report back or whatever it is. But, you know, come toward the end of your journey and certainly when you get back, we're going to want you to share and help build our brand. And so, you know, that's the first thing I would have done is to kind of create the story and identify partners that you're going to want to be a part. They're, they're partners. You know, that's the first – partners is really important to keep in mind because you're looking for people that you can um, develop a relationship with that they're going to, you're going to work together with. So have you got sponsorship now? you got Johnson & Johnson yep, doing Yeah, we just some... had Johnson & Johnson sponsor uh, a fan building, a community building thing where we gave away uh, tickets to the New York Marathon and they got on board and we've just picked up another sponsor which we haven't actually announced yet. When you say fan building, let's go just back to Johnson & Johnson. Yep. What, what, what did you do? Well, what they did was we, we have a Facebook page. We started with a website, uh, then we sort of found that Facebook was a lot easier to connect with people. A lot of people are on Facebook more often. So people would go and have a look at what we're doing there then maybe go onto the website. Lukey, Timbo. really interesting point here. Not necessarily just related to what Nick's talking about, but the fact that people, he, he was saying how people go to the Facebook and then find their way to the website. Yeah. And that is how it works. Indeed. I think people quite often try to well quite often I see people people pointing to their social media profile from their website and encouraging people to go yeah. from their website yeah. social media is a lead generation format so mm. you you are trying to drive people to your website and then hopefully into some sort of conversion yeah usually in the form of a sale or an inquiry yeah that's right so, so that you know that that great saying you online or if you just got a website yeah you know it's so true today so it's about having all that social media activity out there all pointing back, the website's in the middle, yeah? Yep. Um, and sure, people are going to find your social media through your website, but a much more successful strategy is social media, website, and then starting to transact and build lists and communicate on a more kind of um, commercial level. Indeed, and if you want to check out somewhere that explains that in much, much more detail and has made a science out of it, uh, check out a website called unbounce.com. Unbounced? Yep, unbounce. 
Unbounce. Singular.com. Cool. Unbounce. Fantastic blog about um, basically right. in a lot more depth to um, social media, lead generation, landing pages. We shall put it in the show notes, Luke. Back, back to Nick. Back to Nick. <sighs> what Johnson Johnson did was they offered. Um, you could go onto our fan page and if you became a fan, you put in 25 words or less why you're why you want to run a New York marathon with Tristan and be unstoppable. So the most unstoppable answer won. So everybody came on, clicked I like, so they were automatically a fan, threw in the 25 words or less, and then they went from there selecting who won. And that went for six weeks, and we're up around about 6,500 fans now, which is pretty good. Mm, scrub while it's a list. Mm. We should say, too, that Tristan's doing this to raise 100 grand for UNICEF. So there is an, this is not just like a commercial um, event here. This is like no. raise money for charity type stuff. Um, how are you collecting the money? Uh, through Everyday Hero on the website. So if you go to the website and click on Everyday Hero, you can go through there, and it shows where we're at with our money as well. What's, Everyday what's, Hero is what? Everyday Hero is a uh, collection agency for for charity. So anybody can go on. If yes. if you're going to do the Melbourne Run this weekend, you can go and start one and say create your own page. Yep. And yep. what it, PayPal kind of transaction. yeah, yep, that sort and of can thing. Can you can you access Everyday Hero from RunLikeCrazy.com? Yes, you can. Beauty. Can't yes. remember that. Is yes. it front and center? Uh, it's in the right-hand column, about Righto. four down. Yeah, just a bit hidden. Yeah. <laughs> How much you made so far? Uh, I think we're about 9500 with a couple of corporate donations to So come, if our listeners were to go to everydayhero.com yep, uh, slash run like crazy, uh, you'll get us. All one word. Everyone give a dollar. That'd be a good thing, wouldn't it? Yes. That would, you'd, you'd immediately have about $120,000 in the kick. <laughs> hey? nice. So okay, so how'd you get Johnson and Johnson on board? What'd you do uh, right? Well, what we've done right so far is actually speaking to people, um, our fans. It's actually the connections we've made have been through people that go, oh, "We love this guy," and they'll forward us on to someone. So it's through a network of friends and, and people who actually enjoy what we're doing. So that's how that came about, and that's how it should be. You know, like that's. I mean, the Jesse thing. There was two things that happened with Jesse. One is. You could knock on a door and say, Jesse, and they'd go, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'll at least hear what you've got to say. But there's also a network of people that Jesse knew or um, people that Jesse were connected with knew. And once again, you know, they're warm openings. So it's not about – now, when you go for sponsorship money cold, like any cold calling, that is just hard slog, you know. So – and what I love about raising sponsorship for things like this and for what Jesse did is story. You've got a good story, you know. Oh, you got a, you got a, you got a crazy guy who's running like crazy, 52 marathons, 52 weeks, back-to-back, Great Wall of China, Siberia. Mongolia ultra marathon this weekend. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Followed by Siberia, yeah. Gee, hey. Mongolia, then Siberia. Yeah. It's just dangerous enough going to these <laughs> yeah, places, right. let alone running 26 point however many miles. Right. Is he right. reporting back on yes. a regular basis? Yes, he is. He does updates... Um, it's sort of it's it's difficult because he's often in places where, when we really do take great access to internet for granted, and you know being able to get online and do Twitter and Facebook updates. But where he can, he does update YouTube channel. YouTube channel, yep. We upload videos. Um, it's been difficult the last sort of three months. He's lost his only support man. He had to stop touring, uh, so he has to do it all himself, and it's hard to get the videos edited in time. But we do have periodic videos, probably once a fortnight. We've probably got about. 12 videos up he, there. He's doing the editing. Why doesn't he just send back the footage? Uh, Upload it to Dropbox. Because that's the problem as well, uploading it where he is. He's right. always, it's it really not as easy yeah. as it sounds to yeah. send that footage back. We had an editor teed up to do it. And then I think, you know, six week in, we're in a place like Morocco and he just said, impossible. Yeah, just I cannot can. get it back. So, yeah. wow. Mm. 
So Nick, have you had much success with, with PR? So getting in, getting on. Yeah, yeah, no, we have. That's been actually quite good. It started off really strong. I mean, we were in, uh, we did probably a dozen radio interviews inside the first three months. We did a couple of TV spots. That's been good too. Uh, we got to the Dubai uh, Marathon and sat next to Haley Gabrisalesi, who's nice. the world record holder and uh, two-time Olympic champion, yep. absolute legend, and just if you like marathons, yeah, you yeah. love Haley. So we sat with him and uh, lots of photo opportunities and stuff like that together. Spots on Japanese TV, Italian national so TV. So have you got? So this is have you got a call to action? So at the end of every one of those opportunities, what's the call to action? Oh, the, just to follow us, to get on board, just to build mm. our fan base out. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. not sure. That's... Well, I guess probably, you know, if you can get in, like we are looking for sponsors, um, you know, we, we're funding this ourselves, we're doing UNICEF. So UNICEF would have a massive, massive database and a massive connection. Don't know, well, let's not go down that track, don't know whether you've had any success or not, but, you know, that, that'd that be something I'd look at. And, okay, let, let's go through some sponsors. Um, what about a footwear brand? Oh, yeah, we get plenty of those. <laughs> Plenty of those. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's been really good with product. Everyone yeah. will send yeah, yeah, your product. Yeah, yeah. Oh, You'll yeah. get, we get, if I contact someone, they'll go, oh, great, you know, Do here's you know two what? pairs of shoes, here's some, yeah. here's some um, compression stuff and you great. just go, great. Yeah. And that's cost thanks. them a hundred bucks and get, giving them, a, you know, tens of thousands of coverage. You just got to be really definite there and hold your ground and say, no, no, that's great. But you know what? We should need money. And in return for that, we are going to you, your return on investment will be significant, and you need to detail that. But you know, we got that all the time. Yeah, there was no shortage of product in kind, and some of that we really needed. I mean, we got with Telstra for Jesse, we got satellite stuff and phones, and you know, hours and hours and hours of time. You know, all that stuff that would have cost us a bomb, and we had to have it. So that was great. But we also needed money, so we were really clear that whilst goods in kind, if you want to give them to us, that's great. But just giving them to us isn't going to give you the coverage that, you know, we'd like to give you. We need the money. And in order to do that, clearly you've got to have uh, what they call an asset register. So if you're looking – as, if, as a, someone looking for sponsor, sponsorship, having an asset register is a really cool thing, which basically says these are the assets that we have to give you. And it could be T-shirts, shoes. might be a tattoo on his head. Each week it changes a tattoo. <laughs> um, it might be um, I'll be in, a, in an ad for you, you know. Um, it'll be I'll do appearances when I get back. You know, Banner all these things on your website. Yeah, absolutely. Everything. Every you know, we've got six and a half thousand Facebook fans. Mentions well, on Facebook, yep. Twitter. All that type of stuff. So you've got to it's it's one of those things where you've just got to keep the momentum up and it's it's bloody hard, there's no doubt about it. But it's also um it pays off in the end. So footwear brands, what about um hot water brands? What about a, a room hot water? I mean, he's gonna have a bath every night. What about band aids? Are you Johnson and Johnson? Yeah, that? yeah, that compete okay. compete product there for okay. blisters, yep. Great. So um you know, you've got to think laterally. So it's not just about um, you know, oh, he wears runners, so we should get a runners, but you know, he'd go home and he'd have a bloody hot bath if he could every night, I'm sure. So, yep. you know, you're, you're deodorant. Deodorant. <laughs> yes. yes. Rexona, yeah. please. Absolutely. Come on board. Totally. Sun cream. Um, um, all that type of stuff. So I think it's really interesting to, once again, get that list. Um, LinkedIn. Get on LinkedIn and really work that over. And, and, you know, LinkedIn Answers is a great place to post questions and get answers. And amazing how much traction you'll get there. And then looking for people who work at a particular company. So if you, for example, think, geez, I don't know anyone who works um, at Nike. Well, you might, you'll find someone, if you put it out on LinkedIn, you'll find that, oh, Tim, Tim knows someone that works at Nike. So you, yep. so you request a, yep. a, a connection to me, to Mr. Nike, and all of a sudden, so... I think I think a lot of this, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm sure 
perhaps some of this you've tried, Nick, but like getting your foot in the door in terms of PR. I mean, once you get once you get PR yeah. and consistent PR, and you can show people like your Nikes and, and your Adidas that you know our website's getting ten thousand visitors per day, mm. and they go, "Yo, sh- you know, shit, we want to be, uh, we want a part of that." Mm. Um, have you thought about getting or looking at getting like a mentor in in athletics, whether it be like a Rob De Costello? that can open some doors um, or someone who's, who's in, you know, uh, on, on TV at the moment. Um, there's plenty of athletes doing weather and, and footy shows. Um. Yeah. Well, we, we did speak to a lot of people like Steve Monaghetti was nice and they'd write a letter for the website you could put oh, on there. Doesn't it kill you? And you'd, uh, you, you take that and it's really great. And you meet people that have some really good sort of grandiose ideas and then you try and follow through and, I sort of know, want to know where you're at, and you've got to be running hot the whole time. That PR is really important to keep up. Um, but have, have you tried to look at perhaps getting a PR company on board as a sponsor? Uh, no, I haven't actually. I haven't. Any PR companies out there? We've actually spoken to a few. We have, things. haven't we? Yeah. You know, um... and and um, what was the one that we interviewed fairly on in the piece, Timbo? Flip. Flip. Yeah. She's quite involved. She's a, she's a triathlete. Triathlete. She did the Foster. I think she might have done the Hawaii. Great one to talk to. Bit of a freak. We yeah. interviewed some freaks. Um, <laughs> Nick, is he, um, is he thinking about lining up a book deal once he's uh, Yes. We, we, have, we have an agent in the States actually going around for us. We had uh, Penguin approaches here and they actually offered us what we thought was pretty good. And then we actually spoke to someone in the States and they're like, you haven't signed anything, have you? <laughs> we went, oh, no, we haven't. Well, you said, know what? I mean, don't sign the anything. Other, the other thing with the book deal... I don't have a lot of knowledge here, but I know that if you get a book deal with a publisher, you're not going to make a lot of money, but you're going to have a book, and that's a good credentializer. But if you self-publish, your margin on a $30 sale is going to be $29. So, really? Yeah, so you, I would very much investigate the self-publish because what's going to happen is I guarantee that Tristan will get back. He'll complete it. He'll be able to say, I ran 52 marathons in 52 weeks. He'll be able to charge five to ten grand for an appearance at a corporate function and down the back of the room of the books, and he'll sell another 100 books every night at 30 bucks. And that's where it's going to start for yep. him. And that's where UNICEF are going to start seeing a return. But it would have been a lot easier. Um, but that said, you know, the story is going to be a lot more compelling when he gets back and says, you know what, my buddy, my, my, my assistant bloke, he finished halfway and couldn't keep up with me. Um, I ended up having to book all my own fares, do more of my own editing. And the story becomes even more real by the fact that there wasn't any sponsorship support so it's a bit of a two-edged sword but it really is i think so you yeah. still need money for flights and yeah accommodation it's an and expense well that's the other thing like he, he couch surfs and stuff like we're on our knees a lot of the time it's it's makes for a good story mm. at the end but during it, it's just really tough i hope yeah. he's i mean i hope he's doing as much as he can to document everything that's going yeah, on yeah everything everything's filmed we've got hours and hours of footage and, and he blogs and puts up a blog for each race and yeah it's yep. very viral. It's, it lends itself to some viral stuff. And I'm wondering whether, I don't know how serious he is in every race, but um, we're holding our little Sony bloggies here, which is a HD, dedicated HD. Now, why he couldn't be running along in one marathon and interviewing people as he's running? And, you know, I'd kind of love to see something like that yep. and cut a two-minute, three-minute. And so, and hopefully, you just pray that there's some good content there. Yeah, the content's so important with this because people will switch off if it's yep. if it's not right. They yep. just sort of go, what's this guy doing? Yeah, yeah, he's always in my face and he's always there, but, you know, it's got to be really rich. I'd love to see him running along marathons, like doing the Siberian Marathon and just running up to people and going, what do you hate about this? <laughs> asking, asking bizarre questions, you know, like not like how you're going, but, yeah. you know. 
It's a bit strange we're doing this, isn't it, champ? Why are you doing it? And, and you know, then what do you hate about it? And where do you, where do you wish you really were, you know, <laughs> running I through reckon, Siberia or running to the post office? I reckon you should wear a different pair of shoes for each marathon and review them at the end. He could have a review blog. Hey, he could have a blog that reviews shoes and have huge affiliate program on that. And I mean, but, how many, there, there are, I mean, marathon runners are pretty hardcore. You want the same pair of shoes, I reckon, each Yeah, time. true. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like, oh, I might try those it's, hush puppies today. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my face. Some volleys or something. No. Hey, those crocs look crazy. <laughs> I'm going to run the Great Wall of China in a pair of crocs. No. Won't work. No. Okay. Just an idea. Hey, Brainstorming. Yeah. We've been rattling on, mate. Have mm-hmm. you got any questions you'd like to pose to Luke? Because he's a, he's a font of knowledge. He's a font of he's knowledge. He's a font of knowledge, yeah. I believe Nick actually comes from the online marketing world, not unlike myself. There's a lot of a lot of you. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I guess um, just with the cold calling and stuff like that, it's really hard to follow up and get people. I've left I don't know how many messages I've left on yeah, answering yeah, machines no. over the past uh, what, eight months. It's like, going, get, hey, I'd love to chat to you. Here yep. we're going, and they just go straight to message bank. Like you get the right name, you get the contact, but they would just. Why don't you get Tristan to do the calling, um, or at least do record get get him to record stuff and send you the file, and then. Ring up and leave that message of That's Tristan, good. and say, and but Tristan would be saying, "Call Nicholas McCormack because I'm about to head off down a, <laughs> down through a salt mine," you know, <laughs> you know. But you know, this is where you got to think really creatively, yeah. and this is where you know some brands can't do this. You've got a brand called Run Like Crazy with a guy at the front who's a nutter. Yep. You can do anything, you know, mm. within reasons, and, and get brands to support you. So. The cold calling is bloody hard, and there is no two ways about it. Yep. And I'm not sure you should be doing it because I know you well enough to know that you've got enough contacts mm. to find out who knows who knows who. Yeah, yeah. three yep. degrees, four degrees, five degrees of separation, yep. mm. or six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah, you, have you heard yeah. That look, look I, I have, I have Simbo. Six you degrees. Me nothing. <laughs> you give me nothing. And speaking of which, LinkedIn is probably um, where you could be spending more time yep. um, just because of the, the corporate contacts that are using LinkedIn. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. That's a good way to get in their face. Um, and really, there, there are less, a lot less than six degrees of separation on LinkedIn. Yeah, absolutely. Um, lots of different ways. Any other questions that you have for us? Uh, no, no, I wasn't <laughs> sure I was doing question time. You know, no, sorry. I mean, just, what the intention was to share because part of this was like, okay, here's a young bloke doing great stuff. Here's Nick trying to help the bloke on the other side of the world. We've got some experience in it and to sort of share our knowledge. Plus, we know that sponsorship as a small business marketing tool or, or a fundraising tool for charities is a tough grind. And it's about story. It's about having something to give in return. I found, too, a lot of, a lot of corporates would go, oh, yeah, I don't want anything in return. Well, they do. It's, that's for, if you don't want anything in return, then you're a philanthropist. This is a corporate relationship that you're looking for, and therefore you treat it that way. And the, more, mm. and the reality is this is really important. I remember when I was the marketing manager of, of a travel company that um, I, needed, I was approached a lot by sponsors. I needed to know that I would have the confidence in them that they didn't make me look silly. So I yeah, couldn't attach okay. myself to something that was going to be a bit kind of wishy-washy. Yeah. Real confidence thing. You know, this is what we do. This is what you get. There's two questions in sponsorship. What do you got and what do you want? Yep. Okay. And it's a great thing to keep in mind. What do you got and what do you want? And it's that's the transaction. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. if they and hopefully what you get back is more than yeah, what you get. Yeah, I think and, it does have to be like that. You've got to be you've got to be pretty straightforward yeah, like that and yeah. exactly not airy fairy with any proposal you put forward. 
Lukey, we need to get this one to air. We, we sure need to get do. this to iTunes. Yeah. We need to upload it. And if there is anyone out there who knows someone who can help uh, Tristan and with Nick and help them run like crazy, then they should. I reckon they should email uh, or call. How, how are they going to get hold of you, Nick? If you go to the website and actually click through to sponsors, you'll uh, have an email there and a phone number for mate, me. Come on. What's, come on. Come give on. Me, give me something. What's mate. the website, Nick? Runlikecrazy.com. Nah, good stuff. Not good enough. I want an email address. Ah, oh, okay. Well, run like crazy 2010 mm-hmm. uh, at gmail.com. Okay. Do you want to give a phone number over the air? Yeah, sure. Go. No worries. Uh, 0406-010348. That's it, mate. That's what you go for the jugular. There it is. Gosh, it'd be great. I would love, it's a case study for us, Lukey, but I would love us to be able to say that out of this came something really special for these guys and that money got to UNICEF in some significant way. Indeed. Lovely. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, no Nick. Worries. Thanks so much. Good luck. <laughs> Lukey, great, great stuff that Tristan's doing. We were just going to wrap the interview by having a look at his website, which we both are right now. Needs a bit of work. <laughs> look, there's, there's, one, there's one major thing that I would suggest that the boys try and do. I hope it's not too late. Um, this is really about one man's great challenge and i think the website needs to be a lot more about tristan yep on the home page i think there should um, where where uh, if you make sure you listeners make sure you go to runlikecrazy.com and have a look but at the top there's a lot of space there for is. the logo um i'd drop a video in there of yep. tristan explaining to everyone what it is he's doing uh, yeah. What he's trying to do, uh, even now, halfway in between, you know, he's run probably by now run twenty nine marathons. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm doing. I, I can't even tell looking looking at this. Um, I can't tell what number of marathon he's up to. Yeah, you'd want a counter. Yeah, there is a there's a there's a great the, the Google map. There's a Google map there, but I would have a a thirty second video going. This is who I am. This is what I'm attempting to do, and this is what I want. I e yeah. I need sponsorship. I need money, yep. and to the right of that, I'd have either calls to action to sp- both calls to action to sponsor. So phone, can, phone number for Nick, phone number for Nick, yep. and um, submit your email address so you can receive updates. This is exactly. Hey, you know what? You know how we do these spotlights for um, for listeners privately who yes. want to do our little little show, but not actually put it to air. Yeah. They just get the file. Um, this has basically been a spotlight, hasn't it? Yeah, a spotlight. Yeah. A spotlight on run like crazy. Indeed, strong strong calls to actions. Even and then looking at looking at the sponsor page that um, on runlikecrazy.com, dot uh, com. I have to read down the page. It's not clear to me where, where what I have to do. Yeah, um, look, um, I reckon you're being really harsh, and I, you know, <laughs> Nick, ring Luke and just tell him to back off a little bit. No, there is there is there, you learn as you go on these things. Yeah, you know, and sponsorship is tough. Um, but I reckon you know, they are doing, they're having a real crack. I noticed they've just announced a new sponsor in Cries and Associates, um, which is great. They've got front and centre on the page. Guys, good luck. Good luck, Tristan, if you're listening. Maybe you're running along the, uh, the Great Siberian Railway or something as you're listening to this show. Good luck, mate, if you are. Love your work, and you must come on the show. Indeed. When he's back, you Definitely. know. We might go for a bit of a jog, Lukey, with him and <laughs> along the, uh, you know, the back streets. <laughs> Listeners, that is Small Business Big Marketing for another episode. Make sure you go to small business big, smallbusinessbigmarketing.com and get 52 ideas into your email box every week. Well, no, well, no, no. no, no. On. <laughs> <laughs> One. One idea a week for 52 weeks. Correct. And... Um, 
still not too late to come along to our two-day marketing intensive at the end of August. Um, and remember, team, we will be announcing a wonderful partnership in our next show. Until then, it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from him. See ya. You've just come that little bit closer to getting your business booming thanks to the Small Business Big Marketing Show with Tim Reed and Luke Moulton. Please keep in mind that the information, opinions and ideas expressed in this show are those of the hosts and interviewees and theirs alone, and they don't necessarily reflect those of their past, current or future employers.